Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Starting Small, a podcast about brand development, entrepreneurship, and innovation in the modern world. In this episode, I'm joined by Tyler Wentworth, Director of Social Media for Manscaped. Manscaped has the number one razor on the market, and they have discovered that social media is one of the top ways to market their products. Hello, and thank you for joining Starting Small. Today, I'm joined by Tyler Wentworth. He's the Director of Social Media for Manscaped. Thanks for joining me today, Tyler. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so... Right now, we're in spring 2020. It's kind of crazy, the world we're living in, where during the coronavirus, where we're all in quarantine, companies are having to work remotely if they can. I was wondering, how is that going with Manscaped right now, Tyler? Are you guys all working from home? or? Yeah, so um, our leadership team made the decision pretty early on in the, the progress of the, the pandemic um, to have all of our employees work from home that can. So that's basically the entire headquarters, like corporate team. Um, And thankfully, we already had the infrastructure set up for us to be able to work remote. We have like um, a really robust like uh, working online working system, like chats and screen shares and meetings. Um, And it was pretty easy for our team to transition. Obviously, we all miss being in the office because our office culture is super fun and dynamic. Um, And then, yeah, from like the warehouse and distribution side, um, they've definitely made a lot of changes to make sure that um, we're abiding by all the government regulations. But yeah, so far it's been a pretty seamless transition and I'm super thankful that um, our team is still growing and we're still um, in a really strong position and uh, the transition to working remotely hasn't really been too much of a hurdle for us. Absolutely. That's amazing because I feel like a lot of companies are struggling, but your position, you guys are so, I feel like you guys are adapting to the modern trends that you guys were able to adapt easily to this situation where you guys are kind of ahead of some of the other companies out there, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, we're definitely a a digital first uh, company and that's kind of how Manscaped started was through digital advertising and that's what we do best. So it's kind of easy for us to stay on the digital side of things. Absolutely. I want to ask you, so what exactly is Manscaped and who founded this product at the beginning? Yeah, so Manscaped is a men's grooming company. Um, We're a startup that launched in 2017. It was founded by um, a small group of about um, five to six individuals who really saw a gap in below the waist men's grooming products. If you think about um, women a lot, there's a lot of brands representing um, self-care and grooming Um, and just beauty for all aspects of the female body. Um, But when you think about men, there's a lot of like face shaving, face trimming, uh, hair grooming. No one was really concentrating on below the waist grooming. And we know that um, men have in history had really bad accidents, like trying to shave down there, or like just (laughs) don't know what to do to take care of themselves um, when it comes to like below the waist. So uh, our founders saw that gap and created a product. So our, our anchor product is the Lawn Mower, which is um, a electric trimmer um, that has skin safe blades that won't cut or nick you, um, which is really critical when you're talking about below the waist grooming. So um, now we have a whole portfolio of manscaping and grooming products, including like ball deodorants, toners, uh, we're, we have a body wash. Um, and we're working on even more products for other aspects of male grooming. That's amazing. Your, um, your body washes and stuff like that, that are outside of the razor. Do you guys outsource for that? Or where is that 
kind of coming from? No, so we um, we have an in-house chemist who creates all of our signature formulations, and we actually um, kind of mix, I guess the terminology would be mix those and create them in San Diego and uh, actually bottle them in San Diego as well and ship them out of San Diego and our other distribution centers. But um, no, those are proprietary uh, formulations we've created ourselves. Um, we never do testing on animals. Everything is vegan um, and like free of aluminum and parabens. So it's very all natural, high quality uh, yeah. men's body products. That's great. What I wanted to get into is you're saying you're in San, Di San Diego. It, do you guys have one headquarters in San Diego? And is that where it's all based pretty much then? Yes. Yep. So our team's based out of San Diego. Um, we have a few other um, remote employees that help us. Um, but for the most part, our, our team is headquartered in San Diego. We have about 80 employees right now, which is just crazy because um, at the beginning of 2019, so last year, there was only about a dozen employees at Manscaped. And um, so they've they've grown tremendously over the past year, year, year and a half. Um, and yeah, so there's about 80 employees. Um, but yeah, we're headquartered in San Diego. We also have a, uh, a warehouse distribution center in San Diego. Oh, and what, what I was going to say, yeah. we um, were, our, our office right now, we moved into in May of last year, so May 2019, and we've already outgrown that. So wow. we're actually moving into a large 80,000 square foot um, headquarters building that's all our own um, later in this year. So that, we're super excited about that. That's amazing. You guys are primarily based in the U.S., and I know you guys have went international. Where are some places that you guys also ship to internationally? Yeah, so uh, up until the past month, we were only shipping in the United States, as well as some other um, specific countries just through our Amazon presence. Um, but we were only shipping to the U.S. from Manscaped.com. Um, at the end of last year, we started selling in uh, Target, which was super exciting for us. And then uh, last month in March 2020, we announced uh, three new countries that we now ship directly to. So the first was Australia. Um, and then the second was Canada, and then uh, we announced the United Kingdom. So now we're shipping to three international countries, which um, has been a great learning experience for us, and we're already seeing really great momentum in those different countries, and we're excited to launch more. Um, I'm not quite sure which ones are on deck, but I know we're working on others. That's huge. It's funny that you said you guys are in Target, because uh, last month I was actually walking through a local store with my friend, and we went through the razor aisle and I saw the lawnmower 2.0 from yep. Manscaped. So you guys are really, really getting out there. And I'm in Indiana, so I'm in the Midwest. So that kind of shows something that you guys are really spreading rapidly. And you guys have only been a company for a couple of years. Right. Yeah. The Target deal was huge. And I think it exposed us to so many more people. We got in right before um, the big holiday shopping season. And Target was so excited about um how well people were resonating with the product that they um, asked us to stay on like full time. So now we have a, in the coming months, you'll see like a growing footprint for us in the men's grooming space, which is super exciting. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's so cool working for a company that's so new. So like within the Absolutely. past three years and just to see like their, their national awareness and footprint grow, it seems like every month we're getting more and more notoriety, which is really fun. Yeah, that's huge. We were talking a little bit earlier before the podcast started that you guys got into the Shark Tank deal. So you guys were actually on Shark Tank 
And this was, when was this? In 2018, this was? Yeah, so um, two of the founders of the company went on Shark Tank in, it was like fall 2018, um, and did a great presentation, and the sharks were all super impressed, and we got, I think we got a deal from two of them, but the one that ended up um, being featured as like the final deal was a deal with Mark Cuban, which was super cool. Um, to my knowledge, after after the Shark Take appearance, the deal just contractually didn't end up panning out. Um, so Mark Cuban's like not part of the company any longer, but that's definitely what helped give Manscaped its first big push uh, right before the holiday selling season in 2018. Um, and we kind of started, uh, we kind of rode that wave of momentum all the way into 2019, which is how we've been able to scale so dramatically. When you joined yourself, would people come to the company and say, they, oh, they found your product from Shark Tank? Yeah. Have you heard any of those stories? Yeah, definitely early on, Shark Tank was the main way a lot of people had heard about us. I'd say for, you know, probably six months after that episode. And we still, there's still reruns airing and we'll always see like a spike in website traffic when an, website, uh, an episode uh, reruns. But um, I think at, at this point, now later into 2019 and into 2020, we've really been able to position the brand ourselves. And we're, coming, we're getting to the point now where we're probably at the point now where people don't even realize we were on Shark Tank, just because yeah. we do have such like a, a strong brand presence um, and, a, and a media presence and a digital content presence that people don't even think of us as like a Shark Tank brand. Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned like a Shark Tank brand, because when I do think of companies that are on Shark Tank, I think of them as Shark Tank companies. And for you guys, I don't really, I honestly didn't know that until we discussed this. Right. So I don't really think of you guys of that, which I think is huge because, yeah, you guys have grown your own presence outside of that, which some of the other companies, I feel like they are in that Shark Tank realm where people see them as a Shark Tank company, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but you want to be seen as your own presence that you have grown outside of that, which you guys have certainly done. Totally. Yeah, totally agree. So moving along, your position in Manscaped, you're on the social media side, which is huge today for marketing. And yeah, so yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I, uh, I lead Manscaped um, social media more in the organic realm. Um, so I uh, oversee all of our social media content, social media strategy across all of our different platforms. Um, yeah. That's great. That's so cool. And when you joined, where were you? Did you know someone to get into Manscaped or was the position opening? Yeah, that's a great question. So I um, have worked in social media basically for the past nine or 10 years or so. Um, and mm -hmm. I had been for the past uh, five years before I joined Manscaped, I had been working for different marketing agencies. So um, agencies that partner with brands to help them do effective advertising and uh, digital marketing. So I had been working at a really big agency and then a really small agency working for brands like Red Robin Restaurants, Michelin Tires, um, government agencies, uh, the Icon Pass, the Big Ski Snowboard Pass. Yeah. So I've had a, a lot of different uh, social media clients in a lot of different categories. And Manscaped actually recruited me um, to be their new director of social media. Um, they kind of were struggling with how to create a more of a lifestyle brand through social media and really exude their brand personality through their social media better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they tapped into me and recruited me and, um, I was a little bit hesitant at first because I, 
I was, I was new to Manscaped. I hadn't really heard of it too much. I'd heard the name a few times. I heard that they were San Diego based, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, and then after interviewing with like our CEO and our leadership team, I was just completely blown away with obviously how fast they were growing, how fun and dynamic the office environment was, how nimble and scrappy and effective the marketing team had been like up until that point. Yeah. Um, so it's just really inspired and really stoked to join the team. So when they offered the position to me, I was very excited and obviously said yes. Um, but this is the first time I've been in house, like at a brand, um, basically since like I graduated college. So it's a very different experience working for just one company and fully investing, um, investing yourself into one brand and its mission versus at these agencies, I had like, you know, five, six, seven social media clients I was working at, working with at a given time. That's yeah, that's wild. So for the listeners out there, social media, you are running Manscapes post. Is that what you're saying? Did you do do anything else like yeah. graphic design for it? Or what exactly does that mean for Manscaped social media? For sure. So I um, create, well, I don't create. I, uh, well, I do create. I, uh, I basically am in charge of curating all of our social media content. So anything you see on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, I also underneath me have uh, two really great social media managers, uh, Tori and Alexa, and they both help me create content. Um, but basically any, any social media post you're seeing from Manscaped, um, is usually me creating the post with my copy. Um, we have a, an in-house team of really great uh, photographers and videographers and content producers and designers who help create assets for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of times on Instagram stories, though, we're really trying to create something quick and nimble and I'll pop into Photoshop and design something myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have an in-house content production team, which I think um, sets us apart from a lot of different um, startups. Yeah the fact that we're able to produce photo and video assets quickly and nimbly when we have a good idea um, is a great advantage for us. Um, But yeah, I'm also in charge of just like our overall um, social media strategy and landscape and how we see our social media elevating and growing um, like in a more of a long-term vision. So when I joined, I activated like our TikTok account. We weren't doing anything there and I I saw a great opportunity for us to have a strong brand presence there and, um, that's been super successful for us as well. That's great. When you join the social media team, would you say that you have freedom with your kind of style with social media? Did you change a little bit from what they had before or was it kind of like the same? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, when I joined, they, um, if you ever have the chance to interview to work at Manscaped, you'll find that the interview process is extremely thorough. Yeah. Um, and they only hire, it sounds arrogant, but they, they hire really talented people. Yeah. Um, and as part of my interviewing process, they had me put together, um, you know, a, a kind of a social media playbook of like, what are the things I would start to focus on first? And I think that resonated with, with them. And when before I started, the social media was really focused on kind of driving traffic to the website and converting to a sale. Yeah. Um, so everything was super product heavy. You would just see a product photo with a link to the website. We weren't really telling much of a brand story. People really didn't um, get a sense for our brand personality or humor at all through our social media content. Yeah. So when I started, I basically started with a blank slate. I obviously had some assets I could use from like a photo and video perspective. 
But I really tried to create a, a brand personality for Manscaped on social and started talking about topics and interests our audience cares about versus just talking about product all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, trying to engage people more authentically with things they're interested in and jokes that resonate with them versus just trying to sell a product. Absolutely. So with this marketing going on, I, I could see how you guys might have to have a pretty hefty marketing budget and just like a rough idea, like where would that budget kind of be in the range? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely in the like several millions of dollars. Um, we're one of the biggest advertisers on a lot of the social media platforms. And I think a lot of people are familiar with Manscaped because of like our podcast and influencer marketing, which a large portion of our marketing budget goes towards that as well. So, I mean, marketing's definitely at the forefront of who Manscaped is and how we've been able to grow so much. Um, obviously, in addition to like high quality products that no one's ever really had before. Yeah. Um, but the marketing team has a lot of resources behind it. So that's cool. And on sporting events, I don't know if this is in your field as much, but sometimes I watch like UFC fights and stuff, and I've seen Manscaped utilize marketing through putting your name on mats or like NASCAR events. You guys put your name on cars. You guys really take advantage of kind of what most companies don't really think about. But it is really crucial to get that name out there just through the TV presence or the social media presence that I feel like makes me remember your name because you guys were on that mat or you guys were in that camera frame. Yeah. I don't know if that's in your field at all, but I feel like that is a huge part of your guys' marketing as well outside of the social media. No, I totally agree. We have um, – so our marketing team, we have a, a paid media team who focuses on those larger like sports partnerships and like out-of-home advertising. Um, yeah. And – They've really done a great job of finding organizations that align well with um, who we are and the p type of people we want to reach um, with our messaging. And they've been able to secure some awesome deals like the one in the UFC. Um, you'll see a lot more UFC stuff from us. And then um, we've really been getting into more professional sports partnerships. Like we're a sponsor of the LA Kings and wow. um, we have a partnership with the San Diego Padres. And there's some more big ones on, on deck that will be announced soon. But um, we've really seen great success as far as just, yeah, brand awareness and recall when it comes to those big sports partnerships that you've seen. Absolutely. For, you already discussed some of them, but like what social media apps are you guys on to be exact? You guys are on TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, I'd say the ones we focus really heavily on are um, Instagram, obviously, um, including Instagram stories, Twitter. Um, we've been able to kind of create a really fun community on Twitter. Um, TikTok, like I mentioned, was launched when I started last summer. Um, and we have just seen like crazy growth on that platform. We've gotten, I think, 500,000, so half a million views in just the past month on that platform. And our social following there wow. has like tripled since the beginning of the year. Um, so we're seeing great momentum there. Yeah. We also have a Facebook page, obviously. Um, but right now we're really pushing um, our Facebook group. So we have a Facebook group of um, almost 2,000 of our most loyal customers to share grooming tips, um, hygiene habits, uh, share Manscaped product information. We also give them early access to products, opportunities to test products. Wow. Um, so we're putting a lot of um, a lot of effort and initiative into cultivating that group of our brand champions. Absolutely. And outside of that, we also have like a YouTube presence, um, a Pinterest presence, LinkedIn, obviously. 
Um, but we're always keeping an eye out to see what might um, bubble up next. Obviously, TikTok's really blown up over the past year. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm happy we jumped on that pretty early and we're able to um, create content for that platform. For sure. What would you say content-wise performs best for you guys? Is it the videos? Because you guys do put out some amazing videos. Like you said, you have videographers and I see like skits that are going on your page and I feel like those ones really catch people's eyes because it does relate to a lot of guys and it's kind of humorous because I don't know, it's kind of attracting for guys to not attracting, but I mean like attracts guys to purchase your item because wow, I can relate to that. Totally. Would you say it's the videos? Yeah. I mean, the videos are usually everyone's first introduction to the brand. It's kind of our, the forefront of our digital advertising. So um, a lot of people see our videos like before a YouTube video or during while they're watching Hulu or on Facebook or Instagram. That's kind of everyone's first interaction to the brand. So we make sure to have those videos be super disruptive um, for people. So it usually includes some kind of like sens sensationalized humor or like crazy characters or just um, fun, yeah. crazy, like absurd settings where we're kind of destigmatizing uh, men's grooming. A lot of guys don't like to talk about uh, grooming or hygiene habits, and we're kind of making it um, a more comfortable conversation to have by adding a, an element of humor to it. Yeah, for sure. So our, our video advertising, I'd say, is kind of our bread and butter and what we do really well and what's, what drives engagement. Outside of that, um, we've really seen like meme content perform well yeah. or joke content. Um, a lot of times we're just monitoring social media trends, cultural trends, and jumping into conversations, whether it be about like Tiger King or obviously we're trying to be sensitive to the pandemic right now. But um, just thinking about things that are, are bubbling up as, as a society and how we can jump into that conversation yeah. in a brand appropriate way. That's kind of what, what performs best for us. Absolutely. So being the social media director, how often would you say that you guys have to post or is it a couple times a day? On what platforms? Oh yeah, we're definitely publishing content all day long. So um, we kind of have like our, our feed posts that go live on like um, Instagram and Facebook. But in, a, in addition to that, we're trying to supplement it with really active Instagram story posts. Um, we see our Instagram stories reach, you know, double or triple what one feed post will reach for us. So we're trying to be super active there. Um, in addition to that, obviously the, the shelf shelf life of content on Twitter is much lower. Um, so we're trying to engage with our audience, jump into um, popular conversation on Twitter um, all throughout the day and even nights and weekends. Um, and then TikTok, uh, we're trying to continue to feed that machine because we're seeing really great momentum there. So I'm probably creating a random TikTok like once um, a day or once every other day. Um, so we're, we're definitely firing on all cylinders. And like I mentioned, we have a team um, that helps me do that. And we also have, like we mentioned, those great videographers and photographers that are able to provide assets. So yeah. it's definitely a team effort, but we're, we're firing off content all day long. For sure. As we discussed earlier, influencer marketing is taking off. And it's crazy because you can give a public figure one of your products and they can express it to their audience, which attracts to your page, which enhances why it's called influencer, influences their market. I, mm -hmm. I was wondering, what do you guys look for in an influencer? So like, what are you looking for? Is there a certain niche that you wanna have your products demonstrated by, or what is that exactly? Yeah, so we have a team, um, an influencer marketing team um, of about six influencer marketing experts. 
Um, and we're constantly doing outreach and then obviously surveying inbound uh, influencer inquiries. If someone reaches out to us via Instagram or Twitter and wants to be a Manscaped influencer, um, we send them an application. But essentially what, what they're kind of looking for is, does their audience match our audience in the sense of, are they, is their audience primarily men? Is it primarily men between, you know, 15 to, or not 15, sorry, 18 to 35, which is kind of our, our core and then are they also based primarily in the U.S.? Because that's where um, right now we're, we're focused on selling. Um, so they're looking, number one, for just like demographics. And then kind of secondarily, they're also looking um, for engagement. So making sure that they do have this audience and it's engaged with them. They're likely to take an action um, based off something that um, this person would promote or talk about. Yeah. Um, we're also just looking for people that have really great content and want, um, to talk about the brand and have feel an affinity towards the brand. So people that are already Manscaped customers or people that have, um, some kind of experience with the brand, we're definitely looking for people that can continually champion the brand. And a lot of times if an influencer does a great job, um, for us, we'll continue to work with them and, um, give them more opportunities. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's a, a combination of uh, demographics and then engagement, as well as just like the quality of their content and how they align with who we are as a brand. For sure. What would you say sets Manscaped apart from your competition? Obviously, there are grooming out there that is just facial. I feel like it's because you guys have attracted to the men's sp- specific grooming. That's what kind of sets you guys apart. What, what would you say sets you guys apart from the other grooming? companies out there yeah we i mean manscapes has created a category that didn't exist five years ago yeah um just having like we're the first brand to ever say you know we're solely focusing on the male groin and like grooming and care for that part of the male body um no other traditional um shaving or trimmer brand that you you are familiar with has ever spoken directly about that area of the body um, and now we're seeing those big traditional companies that have been in this space for you know decades start to talk more about body grooming and male grooming and manscaping. Um, we definitely, as a brand, I think when you hear the term manscaping, people think of manscaped. Um, so I think what sets us apart is just creating you know a portfolio of really high quality products that are focused on that area um, because it's never been done before. So. Um, we've definitely created a space for ourselves and um, a lot of people are taking note and starting to emulate because they've seen uh, how well it's worked for us so far. Absolutely. I personally own the lawnmower 3.0 and it is by far the most modern and smoothest razor I've ever held or seen. <laughs> yeah. What, what features does it exactly have? Cause I, I don't know if there's a light, which I don't think I've ever had a razor that had a light <laughs> on it and it's yeah, waterproof. No- Yep. What are some? Yeah, it also, um, so it has an upgraded from the last version of the lawnmower. It has an upgraded motor, so it's 7,000 RPMs, um, which is 1,000 more than the last one. Um, kind of underneath the hood of that, um, which we probably don't talk about as much as we should, there's a completely new battery system in it, um, which makes sure that the battery uh, doesn't lose power as, ki- or it doesn't, um, the motor doesn't run slower as the battery starts to lose power. Um, mm-hmm. So the motor runs at optimal speed all the way until like the battery's dead, wow. um, which is really great at preventing uh, cuts and tugs and nicks. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, uh, they have ceramic blades. A lot of people think because the blade's white, it's plastic. It's actually ceramic, um, which helps prevent cuts as well. 
Um, and then it also has like an integrated guard before with our last lawnmower, you had to kind of clip on a guard mm -hmm. and this time the guard kind of just adjusts and is attached directly to the trimmer itself. Um, yeah. And it also comes with a really cool charging dock Yeah. Um, where you can kind of just uh, set your uh, lawnmower 3.0 on this dock and it can just charge while it's resting. Um, and it looks nice like on your bathroom countertop. So yeah, so efficient. So what I kind of got out of this interview is what you guys are putting into your marketing is really launching this company because people aren't taking advantage of social media and this other aspects of marketing that are out there today and they're sticking to traditional ways. And I'm really inspired by how you guys hopped on the train of social media to market your brand because of obviously there's influence out there marketing their brands, which is their names, but it's, it's amazing to see companies who are selling products do this and do it so effectively. And I really look up to your guys' business model and how you guys do pursue this. And to me, I think that is the big reason you guys are continuing to be so successful and you will be in time coming. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, it's, it's so fun working for a company that um, truly believes in the power of social media. Um, clients I've worked with in the past, a lot of times leadership um, is comes from more of a traditional marketing background and doesn't totally understand the impact that social media can have on a company's growth. Yeah. Um, so having a company that kind of started in social media and that's how they really got, um, you know, the, the brand awareness and conversion to start was through like paid social and now them yeah. still being fully invested in it, in it and, uh, you know, allocating resources to continue to grow it is super, super heartening and super exciting. Absolutely. So if you could share one piece of advice with an aspiring entrepreneur about marketing, what, what would that be? Yeah, I think the thing that really got me off to a great start, um, and I think a lot of times a lot of people get a bit discouraged when they don't see the right opportunity out there for them. Um, Basically, when I was in college, I was extremely interested in working in social media for brands. It was kind of a, a new frontier. A lot of brands were just starting to hire their first like social media experts, and I was really inspired by what I was seeing. Um, but in my like local community or even just like in my city, I wasn't seeing social media positions or internships that were available. So basically what I started doing is calling up companies or uh, nonprofits or small businesses that I was a, a fan and a customer of um, and started asking them if they needed help with their own social media um, and saying I would do it uh, kind of pro bono as I got experience. Um, and that kind of helped me, that internship experience. And they all said yes, because at that point, everyone was was looking for what they should be doing with their Facebook page and Twitter page. For sure. Um and I basically created these internship experiences for myself working in social media, which helped me land my first like big social media, like full-time corporate job. Um, so basically what I'm saying is if an opportunity doesn't exist out there for you, you're not seeing the opportunity you want from like a job search or career search or career growth perspective, just create the opportunity for yourself. Um, and if it's something you truly believe in, people will start to notice and people will um, resonate with what you're trying to do. And it'll kind of just take off from there. Absolutely. I love that. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. That's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this with me today, Tyler. It's It was an amazing interview finding out a little bit about Manscaped and how you guys are performing behind the cover. And 
during the coronavirus. I, I'm glad you guys are doing all good. You're able to work from your remote locations. Yeah, of course. Thank, thanks again for having me. And um, if anyone's interested, they could follow Manscaped on any of the social media platforms I mentioned. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Tyler.